If we're being real, we are back at you with another episode today. We are recapping some NFL football. Let's get into it. So today we got some big topics that are going to take a while, and then we got some small ones that are just going to be real quick. I want to start off today with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I have a little trivia, not really fun fact, because it's kind of depressing fact, but a little trivia thing for you. Since 2021, guess how many 400 yards offensive game have they had? 400 yards from scrimmage. Seven and a half. Okay, well, that's that's quite a bit, actually. Uh, Realistically, three. Well, they have a whole whopping zero. Since 2021, they have zero 400 yards from scrimmage games. That's actually really bad. Considering when every other team has at least four? Yeah, that's pathetic. We talking the Bears have had four? We're talking the Broncos have had four? Don't you trash talk the Broncos now. We talking... Dude, we're literally talking every team other than the Steelers have had four games with at least 400 yards of scrimmage. Four or more? Four or more, yeah. That, yeah, that's really Every bad. team has at least four. That's bad. The Steelers haven't had a number one pick. A lot of other teams have, and yet they still have had at least one, or at least four, 400 yards games. Yeah, that's ugly. So that's pretty bad. They need to get rid of the offense coordinator because it ain't working. It hasn't been working. Next team I want to bring up here are the Ravens. The Ravens kick some Browns butt. Ravens look pretty dang good. And um, they're, still, they're still going strong. They are still going strong. Injuries, again, will come into play at some point, in my opinion. They're still going strong. They're probably going to win the division because, well, the Browns are looking meh. We talked about it week to week, right? We talked about one week they're going to look good, one week they're going to look bad. That's pretty much been happening consistently with them. So that's not great for the Browns. Kind of sucks for the Browns, but, you know, it is what it is for the Ravens. They, uh... Looking decent, but I'm still not fully in love with it for them. And I think injuries are going to come into play. Now, the last quick one we got to get into is the Chiefs and the Jets game. Do not say Teller Swift. I want to start off with Zach Wilson. Okay, thank you. We are getting into some T-Swills. Oh, come on. <laughs> so, Zach Wilson had an amazing game. And everybody was crapping on the kid and saying that he's the worst quarterback ever. And do you remember what I've been saying when we cover the Jets? I've been criticizing the coaching staff. Do I think Zach Wilson is a great quarterback? No. Do I think Zach Wilson is a good quarterback? No. But I think that the coaching staff has a lot to do with what has been going on with him and with that organization. Man, he's just roasting the guy. Do I think he's great? No. Do I think he's good? Absolutely not. (laughs) Is he a man? Yeah. (laughs) I think at his best, he'll probably be a uh, slightly below average quarterback in the NFL. No, I would agree with that, though. Right. I just messed with you. But the offensive coordinator has been atrocious. They were bad last year, bad this year. They actually had a game plan that was pretty decent. Is it at all coincidental that Aaron Rodgers was in the stadium? I don't think so. I think that he had some to say with the play calls and whatnot and the scheme and the game plan for the game and whatnot. Rightfully so. I mean, it's not like he's not talented and doesn't know the game of football. So right. that's, that's going to yeah. help. But... He actually looked good, and he has done something that no quarterback in the history of Patrick Mahomes' college and professional career has done. He threw for more touchdowns, had more completions, had more yards, and had fewer interceptions than Patrick Mahomes. Wow. It is the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career in college or in the pros. And by a C-minus quarterback, as you would say? (laughs) Yeah. Well, he did not look good, but that's what we're getting into with the Chiefs. 
Taylor Swift is going to ruin the Chiefs' season. Oh, my goodness. Talking about Taylor Swift again. They get up 17-0, and then all of a sudden, they start getting a little too uh, full of themselves. They start looking up at T-Swizzle. Did you see Patrick Mahomes celebrating at the end of the game when he was getting first downs? He's like, I got a first down! Yeah, I'm going to look at the box! Let me ask you this. It's getting ridiculous. It is getting ridiculous. Week two, it's already stupid. Do you think that the Chiefs are celebrities' favorite team? You know how celebrities oh, yeah. always have a favorite 100%. team? Like Lakers right are celebrities' favorite basketball team. Yeah. yeah, right now it is. So a little bit the Cowboys, obviously. Celebrities love the Cowboys because, you know, they're the Cowboys, whatever. Okay. They also love the Rams because Los Angeles. Okay. I would even say less so than the Chiefs, though. Right now? Yeah. 100%. Right yeah. now. Yeah, because of Taylor Swift right now. Did you see Thanks. the amount of celebrities in the box Oh, yeah. With Taylor Swift, it like was ridiculous. Like the whole X Men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but um, so obviously that's an issue. Week two, it's already an issue in my opinion. They look bad. They got up early. They start celebrating. They start. They're in over their heads with this Taylor Swift thing. They are way in over their heads. And I have a photo to show you. Obviously, we cannot show you uh, right now. But look at this photo. Notice anything there? Look, Taylor Swift, Ryan Reynolds. Everybody's all happy. Who's this all depressed at the bottom of the photo? No, no, not Patrick Mahomes' wife. (laughs) She looks like she is miserable. She was the number one Kansas City wife or girlfriend or whatever, fan person, right? And now she's like, see Swizzles here, and this sucks. Stolen by another blonde. And Patrick Mahomes is celebrating like he's never done before. doing play. He does one play, and he's like, yeah, that's right, T-Swizzle. I think I okay. genuinely Hon- think that we are going to have a big issue with this going forward for the Chiefs. Honestly, that might lead to some marital issues. I can see that now. I wasn't really thinking about that before, but look that, how miserable she looks. Dude, that I mean, he really is celebrating hard and just started harder because Taylor Swift is there. That's kind of crazy. Hmm? Yeah. Look at that face. She is pissed. I don't want to look at anymore. <laughs> Disturbing me. Uh, anyway, I genuinely think that this is going to be an issue for them. You agree? Uh, yeah, while we're talking about Taylor Swift real quick, mm-hmm. honestly, I'm really enjoying the videos online where, I mean, typically there's a bunch of videos online where the wives or girlfriends would go up to the husband and be like, hey, it's so nice that Taylor Swift is pi- finally putting this football player on the map, but it is so funny when all of the guys go up to the girlfriends and say, hey, it's so cool that this that Kelsey is putting this female girl on the map finally. So funny. <laughs> Worlds are colliding. Worlds are colliding. I love those videos. Uh, anyway, uh, let's move on here. So I want to talk about the Dolphins and the Bills game. Obviously, that was the headliner game of the week. Crazy matchup. And, uh, well, the Bills kind of just dominated. Yeah, big time. Josh Allen still looking amazing, which is great. He needs to keep what he's doing, not, you know, pushing it super bad, just going with what the defense gives him. He's killing it. Man, has he been looking good. But... They kill the Dolphins, and I got two things with this. One, DeMar Hamlin was back. And we all know what happened with DeMar Hamlin last year with the heart issue and whatnot. So him being back, I think that team was just, they're firing on all cylinders for it, you know? It's seriously crazy that he's back playing. Like how they that's allow a, that. Yeah, I know. That's a different, it's, all right. <laughs> we ain't getting into that. But I genuinely think the Bills are just firing on all cylinders that he's back. They got so excited for that. So I think in one aspect, they were playing probably a little over their head because of that. And also the Dolphins, Dolphins have been feeling themselves a little bit. 
Do you hear Tua's post-game comments regarding this? No, I didn't actually. So Tua said that this loss is actually a good thing for some people in the locker room. Ooh. Be- Ooh. Ooh. Because, again, they were kind of feeling themselves a little bit. Yeah, they, were not, you- they were not putting in the effort they needed to to keep up that level of play. We talked about it with, what, the Tampa Bay Rays yep. earlier in the year. They said, oh, we're just killing it. We're going to cruise. They start putting in less effort. They think it's just going to all come to them. And then all of a sudden you get a game like this where you get put back in your place. That's pretty crazy. I mean, they did put up a 70-point game. Don't get me wrong. But that completely makes sense that especially when you start cruising and start winning, you hit that cruise control button and you're just gone. I mean, so I actually like the aspect that he's calling out people in his locker room, but not calling out people by name. Because obviously right. that's going to create No, that issue. would be bad. So this is actually a pretty good leadership role for him, what he did there. Mm-hmm. I think that's putting his players in check, keeping them trying hard on the field, and he's trying to make a positive out of the negative of that loss. Yeah. Yeah. And so all around, that's it, a great leadership. If what he's saying is true, which I believe it, you look at that performance, sure. they did not come in with the same fire that they have been the first three weeks. For sure. That could be an issue if they don't get back on track. I think, like he said, this could be the best thing for the team. There are some people in the locker room, if they were actually not taking it as seriously, not trying as hard as they needed to, they needed to get their butts put back in place, and the Bills did that for them. Unfortunately, I still think it's going to come down to injuries with this team. We talked about it. They have tons of talent. Again, as long as they keep their head in the game, tons of talent. One of the most talented teams in the league, but it's going to come down to injuries. I think that's going to play a big role in this, and I think the Bills are still going to win this division. Bills, honestly, best team in the AFC right now. Yep. And, again, I think that I think the Dolphins and the Bills are right there. They are right there next to each other. You had one big thing with DeMar Hamlin, so that's a positive for the Dolphins. Sorry, for the Bills. And then you also have Dolphins players were feeling themselves a little bit too much. And so... One negative thing for the Dolphins, one positive thing for the Bills. It all accumulated into what looked like not a great matchup. I think these two teams are a lot closer than that game says. I think these two teams are by far the best teams in the AFC right now. And I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Best two teams in the AFC right now. And uh, it'll be interesting to see when they match up again later this year what actually transpires. It'll be interesting to see how the Dolphins respond to this because – as a leadership role, calling out your team can go one of two ways. One, your team gets pissed and it further separates it. Two, they step up and they start playing better. I think so they're going to... I, I think, think he be, handled yeah. it in a good way, and I think that's going to be a positive for the team overall. Mm-hmm. I really like that approach by Tua. And I think Tyree Kill is also going to be like, hey, I know what a championship team looks like. And it, even if he was one of the players who was you know, not putting in the effort when he needed to, he's going to get them back on track as well. All I can think of what he wants to do after. Yeah, no, yeah. don't start up. But... Uh, one thing for the Bills, though, they better not fall into the same trap. They're, they lost to the Jets. They've been super focused ever since. They better not fall into the same trap now that they beat the Dolphins pretty handily. Yeah. Oh, Just, the Dolphins score 70. We kicked their butts. This is no, why, we're fine. This is why the Patriots were the Patriots, though. I mean, like, they kept on track Bill about as good as you can. You just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get into the Patriots later, right. <laughs> But You want to talk uh, about the Patriots now? No, 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 no. Uh, sure, why not? Let's yeah, we brought Patriots. up the Patriots. Let's go. So the Patriots. Mac P. Shooter Jones is bad. Mac Daddy himself. Bill Belichick is in trouble. Mac Jones is bad. That team is in trouble. Yep. We can get into a discussion, Brady or Belichick, who is more important for the team. I think we've already even had this discussion. Obviously, it's Tom Brady, but we can get into why we think it and why it's a lot, showing well, itself a lot more going at forward the, here. At the end of the day, what's Belichick going to do with Mac Jones? 
Like, <laughs> yeah, look, Mac Jones is not that guy. I've been saying it. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe? I wonder what that guy, when we bump into him again, I wonder what that guy's going to say. <laughs> we gonna bump. We ain't, we ain't bumping into him today, but he's going he gonna to eat his words saying he's Mac Jones is the guy. But he'd, he'd rather eat Mac Jones than a Big Mac. <laughs> he's also the Aaron Rodgers lover. <laughs> he's a weird dude. <laughs> anyway, um, Mac Jones is not that. Honestly, Bill Belichick might be running out of time in New England. I mean, it just has not looked good. And it's clearly the Tom Brady effect was in effect the entire time he was there. Even when he was a rookie, or not not a rookie, but second year when they won the first Super Bowl. I don't think it would have happened with any other player. Tom Brady is clearly the guy who's been holding that team together for a long time. When Tom Brady's not there, they don't make the playoffs. Even in the year where they were like 10-6, and they still didn't make the playoffs that year. If they had Brady, would have made the playoffs. After Brady left, they've been close. They made the playoffs. One year, I think, they haven't looked good. They haven't been good. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you think Bill Belichick was a great coach and has now declined in coaching because he got used to Tom Brady? Or do you think he's always been the exact same coach he is now and it was just Tom Brady carrying the team more? That's an interesting question. He probably has decreased a little bit. He's up there in age now. He's over. So I think that there's going to be a slight decline with that, obviously. But Tom Brady not being in the locker room, Tom Brady not being there to keep players in check, to be the guy that... I mean, because Belichick would would be like, he would go after Brady, too. And if he can go after Brady, he can go after all of us. He can keep all of us in check. Without Brady there, who really cares? You know, he has less credibility with the players, I think, now that Brady is not there. They're the second coach in the locker room, essentially. Oh, yeah. Similar to the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, huh, I don't know. I genuinely think Bill Belichick's job could be in question here. I mean, he, he hasn't been good. Do you see, do you see him going elsewhere, or he's a patriot for life, and once he's done, he's done? That's a tough one to picture. It's so, him in a different uniform right there. So that's interesting. Uh, the owner, Robert Kraft, obviously wanted Brady to be there his entire career. Belichick pushed back on that. Okay, I don't think that – see, this. Huh, that's yeah. interesting. He might. So it's an interesting thought process of, like, what's going on in his head. Belichick – Obviously, he would want him to stay there. He doesn't want to lose both of them at the end of their careers. But could he also be mad at him for not bringing Brady back for the last couple seasons? If I was the owner, if I was Kraft, Mm -hmm. I would be upset that Brady wasn't a career guy. I mean, look at guys who are career – take like Derek Jeter in the Yankees or something. Like, it would have put a huge mark on that resume if Jeter, his last couple of years, went to like the Red Sox or something. That changes things completely. And that's what happened with the Patriots and Brady. But the thing is, it's looked worse for the Patriots. Yeah, no, it's it doesn't. For the Patriots, again, it doesn't look Brady bad for the player. The Super Bowl. Yeah, it doesn't look bad for the yeah, player. It looks, it looks really, really bad yeah. for the team. And see, the thing is, too, Brady was playing at such a high level still that they still could have won Super Bowls. All he needed was a couple more weapons. Yep. Was he as good as when he was 41? No. <laughs> was he as good when he was 61? Now that he's like 68, trying to still <laughs> compete, just has to shake the dust off a little bit before he starts going, but... He, he was still good enough to win the Super Bowl. Obviously, he did he win the Super still, Bowl, he was for goodness still, sake. He was still a top-five quarterback in the league when he was 40-whatever, right? The, the last year with the Bucks was not on him. That offensive line was trash. The players didn't care. Hold on, hold on. We're getting off topic. Yeah. Let's move on. We talked about the Patriots enough. Let's talk about the Bengals. They need to get rid of the coach. It's bad. It's starting to look really bad now. I was holding out hope, but I'm. Yeah. it's bad. So, so you know how we talked about the Bucks. And even though they went and won the NBA championship with Mike Budenholzer, 
Like Boot and Shovel. Don't start. <laughs> we said that even though they won, they need to get rid of the coach because the coach isn't good enough. Yeah. They're winning despite they were, they were winning despite Mike Budenholzer. Yep. Okay. Budenholzer. That's what's happening with this team. Don't stop. That's what's happening with this team. They're starting so bad. And remember, I said it when they started off 0-2. I said this is on the coach. You're not getting your team right. No, you a thousand. You're not preparing the team. You don't have the right game plan. What the frick are we doing? You score three points. Like you are 100% right. You called this multiple weeks ago after week two. You said there was 100% on the coach, and I was holding out hope. I was still saying, like, hey, hold on. I mean, I think they can pick up out of this. Yeah, it's a lot on the coach, but he can make it right. The team can make it right. You know, Burrow's uh, dealing with his calf and the injury there. Like, maybe there's still some hope there. They're just starting slow. They always start slow anyways. But Yeah, but that's on the coach. I agree. You no, cannot you be said starting that. thousand percent. But you are, you are right. Even the coach like, needs to go. This is on him. Yeah. It, like, you cannot start this slow. They are winning despite him. You cannot go 0-2. We talked about it. They were the only team to go 0-2 and make the playoffs. You cannot go 0-2. This is not something you can do. Yep. Obviously, the 0-2 was like in the last like three or four years. Obviously, it's happened in the history of the NFL. But you cannot be going 0-2. You're okay. now 1-3. You scored three points against the Tennessee Titans. The Titans. The Titans aren't anything. You scored three points against the Titans. This is bad. They need to get rid of this coach. And they're going to be like, oh, well, he got us to AFC Championship, and he got us to the Super Bowl. You're winning despite of him, not because of him. You are not winning because he is preparing the team or he is a great motivator. You're winning because your team is just that talented. You have that talented of a quarterback. He's not preparing this team properly. You cannot go one and three with a team that honestly improved from last year. Like they, they've improved. They're supposed to be better. They're yep. supposed to be better this year. That's sad. It's really And sad. you're looking like this. You're scoring three points. Yeah, it's and sad. I can go for a while, so you probably should close this up. I, I genuinely can rant about this. This is pissing me off. All right, all right. I'll cut you off there. <laughs> I get it. Let us know in the comments what you think down below about week four wrapping up. Do you guys agree with our takes? Do you have a different opinion? We are curious to hear your thoughts. And don't get me wrong. I know Burrow's hurt. I know Burrow's hurt. Okay? I understand that. I know he's compromised. But guess what? You still have to be able to switch your offensive game plan to make it work. You scored three points against the Tennessee Titans? All right, all right, all right. Team's too talented to do this. I understand. All right, remember to subscribe, share with a friend, like, do whatever you got to do. Zach Wilson in the first three weeks would have scored three points against the Tennessee Titans. Man, this is just a burrow bonanza over here. Just kidding. It's on the coach. Anyways, until next time, keep it real.